You are listening to TLRStation.com. Worldly Connections is all about bringing magic into your life. Janet Wizawadi, visionary coach and consultant, is on a mission to empower people to keep moving forward, have a vision, and trust that something good will come of it. Worldly Connections inspires listeners to live happy and be happy through the power of conversation and positive energy from Janet and other experts who believe that life is a team sport and when you work together, miracles happen. And now, here is your host, Janet Wizawati. Thank you for tuning into Worldly Connections, where we believe life is a team sport and when we all work together, miracles happen. But how do we know who to work with, what people to connect with, what events to go to, and what books to read? I'm outrageously curious about just about everything. So we just don't know what we don't know. So I bring guests to you every week that can help us learn a little more. And today my guest is Donna Cater. Hello, Donna. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's my pleasure. Uh, When I first... uh, connected with you. Uh, Donna and I are both uh, uh, did training with Jack Canfield and we're in a Facebook page together and just something connected us and away we go and uh, she's very, her story is very similar to mine and she's had an up and down road and reinvented herself several times and so we're going to talk about that and how she's found a way to help people do the same thing. And Donna, will you agree with me that really we can't do anything until we have an awareness that it's there? Yes, that's the first thing. Yeah, that's what I found. Like when I went through my uh, traumas and that it wasn't until I became aware that it was actually there and affecting my life that I could actually connect with people and recover. And then, of course, celebration is very much a part of that. So... In, in everything you did, I know you were a single mom and you went back to school not once but twice and now you're reinventing yourself again. So can you give us a little more, more about how that looked like and how you became an online video course instructor, an author, uh, acupuncturist, uh, you were a counselor? Like, pff, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, I've I've lived for a while, so it's not like I did everything all at once, but I did have to regroup a few times in my life and just kind of figure out, okay, where am I right now? What resources do I have? And how can I move forward? And what's next? What's up next for me in my life? So probably... Do you want me to talk about kind of each thing? or Yeah, just, to, just go over it. Like, because okay. I think that's really important about why you came to writing your book. Because it mm-hmm. just didn't happen, right? Just like right. most books, they don't just happen. But you went through all of these and then decided, well, if I can do it, somebody else can do it. But sometimes we don't always know, right? It's, it's we don't know what we don't know. And it's that catalyst that shows up one day. And we may hear it several times. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? But then just that one thing will trigger that change, right? Yes, yes. So I would say probably the first thing where I really became aware that I was in charge of my life was sometime when I was in my 20s and I was going through a divorce and I was very 
didn't have many skills really. I had some college, but and then I had a two-year-old kid, and I had the marriage was falling apart, and I just had to get out of there. I mean, it wasn't horrendous or anything. It just was not. Um, I knew I just did not want to be there anymore, so I left, and I ended up with my two-year-old kid living in my mom's camper, which was a uh, on a Toyota little Toyota truck. And uh, but on the back of it was this little like a minivan where you could actually stand up in it and and it had a bed across the top of the you know where you sit to drive and it had a little stove and a refrigerator so it was kind of like all in one but there I was with my two year old living in that and that was probably the yeah it is the closest thing I ever came to being on the street but at that point I was just I was just like woke up and went you know what am I doing here? How did I get here? But I didn't spend too much time on how I got there because sometimes in life you just have to kind of cut your losses and say, okay, what's next? And so the more important thoughts I was going through was how can I move on and how can I regroup? And I ended up going back to school. That's when I went and got my counseling degree and was able to find a living situation and I got some financial aid to help me go to school, some grants and um, some loans. And I was able to, to get through and get to the other side of that. And then I became a college counselor and did that for several years. And then after that, I was a career counselor. So I did that for lots of years, too. And then at that point, I, I really loved what I was doing. But I felt, I felt like there was something more that I could do with my life. And at that point, it wasn't something from outside that, that caused the change. It was me saying, well, I know I have some healing qualities and things I can do with people to help heal, but I, one of the things I wanted to be able to do was to be able to um, help people physically. And before that, I was helping them kind of mentally, emotionally, and with their careers, but I really wanted to help physically. So, and I'd had a neck injury, so... I had gotten some acupuncture. I just fell in love with it. It was one of the most healing things for me. And you, you wouldn't think laying there on the table with little needles in you would feel very relaxed and that it would help with pain, but it really does. And so I got very intrigued by, by acupuncture and how it can help. So I just said, hey, maybe I can learn how to do this. So I researched it, and there was a really good school in, in my city, in San Diego, and ended up working part-time, going to school, and then four years later, got licensed as an acupuncturist. And I did that when I was in my 40s. So that was amazing in itself that I did that. How, all these younger friends, you know, they're still my friends to this day, but we had a, you know, we had a common ground because we were all studying this, this immense medicine. And then had my own practice, my own, my own practice doing acupuncture for several years and owned a clinic, a very busy clinic. And then another thing happened, which was, which was a major life-changing event. That was probably the most major life-changing event. And what happened was I fell and broke my shoulder, really messed up my knee. And, and then my mom passed away about 10 days after that. So I had, you know, two things. It was like, bam. Boom. And then it was, it was, I was just, you know, struck down with a lot of physical pain, a lot of emotional pain. I couldn't work because I was in so much pain. So it just affected so many areas of my life. 
And that was about now about three and a half years ago. And then I slowly, slowly, slowly rebuilt myself. And that's how this book was born. It was during that time that I really looked in depth at what does it really take to go from where you are to where you want to be and what are the individual little steps you can take. And that's what I'm sharing with the world in my book. <laughs> so what came first? Was it the online course first or was it the book? Like what inspired you to, to um, take it even to the video course? Because I know lots of people will write a book but not everybody will write a course as well. And it looks like your course is out before it was in the book. Well, I was in the process of writing the book and I went to a, a conference and there were other writers there. We were all in the middle of writing our books. And one of the speakers was, was why not turn your book into a video course? And I thought, well, you know, the book is great and why not have it be a, a course that people can take, you know, where they get more of a flavor of who I am as a person, you'll be able to hear me and see me. And then there's exercises that are actually not in the book that are in the video course for people to work through on their own. So it's a, it's a self-paced course and, and it's, uh, it, it has the material and more from, from the book. So that started, um, back to, Last year, I guess, I started recording those, and then I was still in the process of finalizing the book, and, that, and now the book's just coming out. So it, it all works together. But the vid video course actually came out first before the book. So did it help grow the two? Because I can see that how working on one would uh, be a benefit to the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I'm I'm... You know, I've done so much work in, in my careers, just one-on-one -on -one with people. And I really thought, you know, I think what I have to say, not in an egotistical way, but it just, it, there's just so many things I've learned through going things myself and through my counseling. Um, I, there's so many things I've picked up along the way that could really help a lot of people. And, you know, what are the avenues that can get out there? So I thought, well, I can do, write, write a book. And then I thought, well, I can do video courses, and then I'm going to move into probably doing some webinars and things where people can interact more with me as well. Great. Yeah, I uh, totally get that, especially the part about your broken shoulder and that. Uh, for me, I called it uh, God taking a two-by-four because mm -hmm. I wasn't listening. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. made me sit in, you know, <laughs> so... But, well, uh, know, uh, it, can I just comment on that? Yeah, because, you know, yeah, for a definitely. long time, I thought maybe I was doing something wrong, and that's why this happened. Um, maybe I was, you know, too busy at my clinic, too busy taking care of my mom. You know, I just was too busy. Maybe I could try taking something off my plate. Maybe I didn't do. You know, that's why I, I had to have this shoulder injury. You know, to wake me up. Well, it did wake me up, but then the other kind of like the flip side of that is like what's the the huge thing that happened because of that that might not have ever happened like I think even if I'd modified my schedule a bit or did something where I was had more time to take care of myself and I didn't have the shoulder injury I'm not sure I would have gotten to this point at least at this time in my life like I don't think I would have written this book maybe I would have written another book you know but but I think you know um 
you know, there's always another kind of like a nuance or another flip side to it. Like, well, what's the great thing that happened out of that two by four, you know? And maybe because of that two by four, now I'm here where I am. But it wasn't because we did anything wrong. It was just that's what needed to happen for the, uh, the next thing to get born. Did that make sense? I find it really interesting that was your shoulder because in my car accident, it was other areas too. Like I pulled all my abdominal muscles. I pulled my -hmm. shoulder. My shoulder froze up. And Mm -hmm. so I wasn't able either to do anything. And uh, it made me really think and, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, do some reading that I wasn't taking time for, right? Because you can Mm -hmm. be as busy, busy, busy and keep pushing things down. And then all of a sudden you have to deal with them. But I agree with you. Mine was really a blessing. It took me in a total Mm -hmm. different way. And Mm -hmm. I really, with with your book, I, I believe that you want to take people there without having to go out through what we did, right? <laughs> right, right. Or if they've gone through it, look at the big blessing of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. What is the big, huge, I, I call it in my book, I call it, what's the golden nugget of learning you're getting from yeah. it? What's the pr- most precious lesson you got from it? And then how can you share that and help other people along the way? Because there's, then there's similar, people have gone through similar things that you can help too because, because of what you've gone through. Which, like, which is what you're doing and what's what I'm doing, too, is help other people. Yeah, people get stuck, and, and I was, too. I needed help. I, I, you know, I needed counseling and stuff, and I recognized that. But it wasn't right away. And, mm-hmm. uh, Donna, this, this is great. I just love the information you're sharing. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk to Donna Cater more about her journey and her book, and how she helps people go from that place of being stuck to reinvent themselves because we can reinvent ourselves, that's what we're capable about. Need to book an appointment with a holistic health provider or find resources and products in Edmonton and surrounding area? Not exactly quite sure who to contact or where to begin your search? Your Holistic Earth is the only online holistic marketplace that connects people like you who need help to the holistic health practitioners who provide a complete range of professional services and products. Look no further. Your Holistic Earth is your online holistic marketplace for a healthier and happier you. For everything holistic, visit yourholisticearth.ca. That's yourholisticearth.ca. Welcome back to the second half of Worldly Connections on the TLR station. Before the break, we've been talking to Donna Cater. She's talking about how we reinvent ourselves, how she reinvented herself after different traumatic events and changes in her life that beyond her control and how we can do it too. She has a book out. She has a a video course, online video course. If you go to her website, uh, DonnaCater.com, and Cater is K-A-T-E-R.com. And so, Donna, just do a little bit of a recap here. So you you had your traumatic events, not not just one, but several of them, that just kept changing your direction, as well as raising a child and going to school, and now you've got the video course and you've got a book. So just recap a little bit and then take us to what your next step is, who inspires you, and what's the best advice that those going through a life-changing event 
can look at. Well, one of the things I've learned along the way is never too late to reinvent yourself. As long as you're alive, it's never too late. And, you know, I went for that, um, well, I went for the, the counseling degree when I was in my 20s, and then in my 40s, I went for my acupuncture degree, and then, um, and then in my 50s, um, that's when I started writing. So, you know, it's not ever over until it's over. And I, and I think about Louise Hay, that she, you know, she's made such a big impact on the world. And, and she started when she was 60. And, and you know, now she's, um, I think, almost 90. But, you know, she's made such a huge impact on the world with Hay House and, and just getting, you know, very inspirational people together. And, oh, here's another thing I, I thought when I was deciding to go back to school when I was in my 40s. You know, a lot of people were saying, what are you doing you know, you should be thinking about, you know, finishing up your career in the next 15 years and retire, you know. And I was like, well, you know, that's not the way I think about things. And I figured if I go back to school when I'm 46, it takes me four years. I'm going to be 50 in four years whether I go back to school or not. So, you know, why not do something with my life and why not, you know, learn something else, find other tools and how I can help people. So... I think the advice I would have would be to heal the past so you can move on and don't get stuck in the past. You know, things happen to us and then, you know, we don't have to be stuck by, uh, by what, what happened and then how, I think a key thing is how we think about it now because we can, we can, you know, do the old pity party and, and feel a victim to what happened, you know, oh, that, that person did me wrong, you know, kind of like a lot of the country songs. I'm not, you know, saying anything bad about country songs, but oh, she did me wrong and, you know, all that. So, um, so take 100% responsibility for your life from now on. I think it's important to learn from other people and find mentors, and they could be mentors that are alive, or they could be, you know, mentors that have passed on. I've, I've learned so much from you know, people like Socrates and, and um, Buddha and Lao Tzu. And, you know, there's a lot of people that left clues about how to live a good life and how to approach things. And now we have Wayne Dyer, you know, who, who has passed, you know, bless his soul. He left so many wonderful books and videos and all kinds of things, you know, that's his legacy. So you don't have to necessarily find mentors that are, that are alive. You can find ones that are passed on already. I think it's important to find friends along the way and support each other in your strengths and don't give up, you know, find friends that are going to help you in, uh, in having the, your best possible life and hang out with them more than people that are saying, oh, no, you can't do that. You're too old. You're too whatever. So also, you know, just see what good you can do every day. Today's a new day. Think about what your mission is in life. Um, what else, you know, reassess your life on all levels, you know, look at yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, you can look at your relationships, your finances, um, and what you're doing in your imagination. If you're getting really afraid, you know, you can work with that. Um, I think it's important to love yourself and have great empathy and, you know, transform any judgments of yourself or, if you have limiting beliefs, you, you, you switch them up and make them more empowering and, and you know, create affirmations. 
And by the way, I have clues to that in my course and the books. If you don't know how to do affirmations, there, you know, there's step-by-step instructions on how to do that. I think we need to be hyper aware of, of what we're thinking. And, you know, Tony Robbins says, whatever you hold in your mind on a consistent basis is exactly what you will experience in your life. So watch what you're holding in your mind on a consistent basis. Well, what in that, else? yeah, there, I, you know, I could go on and on. How long do we have? <laughs> well, I wanted also to mention that uh, I know it. It wasn't Ford uh, that said it the first time, but I know he's he's uh, quoted quite often as, "What you think you can and what you think you can't, you're right." That's right. That's that's exactly what you're going to create. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and about the people. To bring around, you and I have been blessed with the fact that we've trained with one of the best, mm-hmm. and uh, Jack Canfield, and we have such a strong community within Jack. I, Donna and I haven't met personally, but that grows every year, that community uh, there. But others, you don't have to spend a lot of money to go to courses and workshops like you and I have. There's lots online you can start with and then make the decision. Like I've got a memory or a learning tree that I've drawn and I've got leaves of who I want to train with next mm-hmm. because that feeds my soul. Mm-hmm. And that's the key, right? Feed your soul. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. And if you don't know what, what your soul is or how to get to it, um, you know, some people are like, what, what is that? What, what do I, what do you mean by your soul? You know? And so I think if you, if you take time to really um, meditate and listen and go inside and really kind of figure out who you are inside and who you are as an individual, because I think everybody is so, so beautiful if they would just go inside and realize that. I, I think everybody is like a jewel and, you know, there's, how many people on the planet now? Seven billion or whatever. But if you go to like a, a beach and you look at all the sand, you know, really each individual piece of sand is unique. There's not one like another. And on some beaches, like there's one in South Africa, there's that are actual pieces of diamonds and jewels on the beaches. Haven't been there, but I would love to do that. Um, so you know, everybody really they're they're part of the bigger picture. We know we're we're one of seven billion people. But we're also very, very unique, and I think that how how our soul is is I would say um, how our soul is manifesting is is so wonderful and beautiful. I think we we just need to spend time to look and see, you know, what what is it that moves me? What is it that that I'm all about? And, and connect to that place inside where where we're just pure love. And how is that love going to come out into the world today? And life leaves clues, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we look back on what made us happy, then right. especially if we're sitting and we're not happy, mm-hmm. what made us happy? Look back. What was the thing that, that made us the happiest? And try and redo it, wouldn't you say? Like there, yeah. There's, a, yeah. there's a map there if we look at it. There is. And I think joy is a key. You know, what brings us joy? Mm-hmm. You know, what, there was a point when I was in my healing process and I, I couldn't drive for a few months because I, I just physically was in too much pain. And part of the time I was on pain meds and I was like, oh, I can't, you know, 
it's illegal to drive and I didn't want to anyway, but I, but once I could drive again, I, um, and I was kind of in a funk. It was kind of like, well, you know, I lost my mom, lost my work, you know, my physical body isn't working the way I want it to. And I was just grieving, I think. And then I went out one day and I went through like a drive through coffee place. And as I was in line, I remembered, oh, somebody bought my, my coffee, like the person in front of me, you know. And so I did it for the guy behind me. And I, and I paid for his drink and then I drove away. And all of a sudden I felt joy again. It was just like, oh, there's my joy. I was missing it, you know. And I realized that, that my joy comes from helping other people. And then, then the next thing was figuring out, okay, how am I going to help people next? And, and now I just, even when I'm writing or talking to people like you, I just feel this joy well, welling up inside of me. And then that's a clue about, okay, I'm on the right track. I'm following my soul's purpose. And people don't need to spend money. I know I've done it uh, paid when I go through a drive through And the most wonderful thing is the day that somebody bought mine through Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yes. I'd done it for somebody else, but nobody done it for, up to that point for me. And it was like, wow, like just it changed my whole day. <laughs> it does. It's, it does. You know, yeah. five buck coffee, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. But a smile can do that, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a starting place for anybody, no matter where they are financially. And just to, there's library books in the library. There's free stuff on YouTube to look at. Jack Canfield has a 10-day free program on his website. Your program is uh, on your website, and it's uh, a free one as well, right? The uh, video one. The, the one about the vision boards, yeah, I have or two the, on there. The what, vision, the vision board, board, yeah. Is, yeah, that one's free, yeah. And mm-hmm. and so, you know, they've got, we've got tools that don't cost us money. So if you're starting from that other place. So how can people get a hold of you, Donna? Because your book's coming out, is it coming out in July 2016, right? Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'll be available on Amazon? It's on Amazon, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. give us the name again. It's called I'm Still Alive, Now What? <laughs> I love it. And the subtitle is How to Survive and Thrive After a Life-Changing Event. Great. And yeah. you're, are you on Twitter as well? Yes. Um, I just got a new Twitter account. And you, sorry, I'm not remembering what it is. That's okay. Will moment. you have it on your website? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I have a Facebook um, author page. And so, yeah, people can get a hold of me. And, I, and on, on my website, there's a contact me, um, you know, where they can enter their email and I'll, I'll email them back. Wonderful. Well, this has been a, a real pleasure talking with you, Donna, and taking us through that story and to uh, what I call a winning event, like a celebration of your life that you're, and you're not stopping there, like every day that you're creating is a celebration and joy for yourself. And, and I'm excited to see what comes next. Yes. Oh, and j- just to give you a sneak peek at what's coming next, next I'm, <laughs> I have something called the conscious response wheel that I'm Whoa. creating. And there will be an assessment online because I think it's important to not have just automatic knee-jerk responses when things happen. Yeah. Realize yeah. we really do have a choice. And so I'm creating this. I've already created the wheel and it's based a little bit on um, what I learned in Chinese medicine about let's look at nature 
and see how nature is both constructive and destructive, you know, and then there's emotions that kind of correspond. So it, it's, it's a fun thing. It's very colorful and, and I think people will like doing it and just see where they line up and how, how are they responding to events and is it, is it a constructive way they're responding? So wow. that's in process. That's the next book that, that's coming out. I don't know when it, next few months probably. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about that one. Yeah. So I guess we'll probably have to have you back to talk about your wheel well, when that next one comes back. Sounds great. You will be first on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Donna. And I look forward to chatting with you uh, again and uh, sharing your wisdom. So thank, thank you, you Janet. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Worldly Connections here on TLRStation.com, powered by Tenacious Living International, where it's all about living outside the box. Have a great day, everyone, and tune in next week and prepare to be inspired. Are you interested in appearing on Worldly Connections? Ready to work together and make miracles happen? Then Janet wants to hear from you. Contact her at Janet at FamilyConnect.com. That's Janet at FamilyConnect, spelled C-O-N-N-E-K-T dot com. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Tune in next week, same day and time.